Is your child bored of just watching YouTube on their tablet? Well, bored no more. Download Roblox, an all-free game for your child. Hello, I'm Delaney Rustin, physician and filmmaker, including the Screenagers movies, and this is the Screenagers podcast. What you heard at the start was, of course, not an actual ad for Roadblocks, but an 11-year-old girl named Mira. And today, she and I will be talking about Roadblocks, which is an online gaming platform that is extremely popular these days. Mira explains what it is, why she likes it, and also what she likes about Minecraft. Then she talks about some of the uncomfortable experiences she's had with strangers while playing these online games, and what she's done in those situations. Let's begin. So Mira, tell us what is Roblox? Um, it's a video game. It's pretty popular because it's free and you can access it from a browser. And it's basically a gaming platform where you can code your own games with a relatively simple creator or just play someone else's because you have access to an entire library of um, games that everyone else has created. Mm -hmm. So what's an example of a game you've created or have you created one? Um, I've tried to create an obbies. They're basically parkour where you're trying to jump over obstacles um, and get to the end without uh, running into things. And have you created one before? I have created an obby is usually the term used. I used monochrome and I tried to make up a storyline but it didn't go too well so I eventually abandoned it and left the coding to the people who actually knew what they were doing. So what do you do now mainly when you go onto the platform? Do you play other people's games or what is it you're doing? I just play other people's games. That's usually what most people do. What do you like about this game? Should I be an ad for a moment? Yes, perfect. If you could be an ad for a moment, that'd be great. <laughs> is your child bored of just watching YouTube on their tablet? Well, bored no more. Download Roblox, an all-free game for your child. They can play all sorts of things and enter all sorts of worlds. They can meet chaotic, crazy people, and they can see beautiful things, and they can learn social skills all on Roblox, the amazing gaming platform. There, how was that? Excellent. I asked Mira's mom if she's played the game. I have watched her play it. Her grandmother's played has watched her play more than I have, but um and I'm actually trying to teach her to play one of the games. It's a quite interesting bonding experience, but it's fun. Mhm. Mira so she and I have not played together before, um, but I've watched her play. What I like about it is um, a few things. Uh, it's highly customizable. You can 
even if you're not creating your own game, you can choose character skins. So you have, you can appear the way you want. There's a lot of different locations that you can sort of fly to in the game. Mom, you're talking about a certain mini game. Roblox is a compilation of games. The only one she's um, really seen me play is a specific one that is arguably my favorite, Royal High. I've just spent so much time playing it, I can't really bother to quit by this point. Because you've gotten so good at it? Yeah, it's it's like fun. Okay, and this is what you tried to teach your grandmother? Actually, I'm just teaching her the basic mechanics of the game right now, like how to move and other functions like that, pretty simple ones. She is having a few difficulties, um, and the role-playing is quite difficult to comprehend. I'd suppose for someone who hasn't accustomed to the game. And are you teaching her in person or somehow online? I'm teaching her over Zoom. And has she gotten any better since you've started or is she pretty much ground zero? Yes, she can She can now move around using WASMD and she can jump. She's having a lot of difficulties with moving the camera around. That's the hardest thing for her to notice. But... She's doing pretty well with, like, character customization and other functions like that. Mira also plays Minecraft, and I ask her about it. Do you think with Minecraft you are getting skills? Mainly entertainment, but I am learning things from it. For example, I have um, an amazing sense of direction. And that started in Minecraft, because I would be able to just instantly know where something was when I needed to find it. And after a while, I noticed that I always knew in which direction and how far away my house was. Um, And that sort of thing. I just got increasingly better and better with um, where is blah, blah, blah. Like, where is my house? Where is... Where's my bus stop? And then I'd just be able to rotate the world around in my mind, be like, okay, that way. It's also taught me, like, creativity because I've my building has gotten better over the ages and I can learn how to pair colors and blocks better. Math, it's taught me math because stacks, blocks, they only stack up to 64 most things. Um, 120 diamonds is this many stacks of diamonds and this much left over. So it's taught me like division and multiplication and stuff, I guess. Shifting now to some of the concerning aspects of online gaming, I asked Mira to do an ad from the viewpoint of worried parents. My child is on this game called Roadblocks so much, and there's other people that know his name. They know his name. They must be those crazy internet stalkers, and he's talking to them online, and he doesn't even know who they are. You should keep your child away from Roblox. Got it. If you were going to play a game with only people you knew... Would that be easily done? It depends on the game. There are some games that require Robux, the currency that uh, that can turn into real-life money, because um, if you're the owner of a game and someone 
and you have a feature that requires Robux in your game, and someone buys that, then you get the Robux, and then you can turn that back into real-life money. So that's how Robux game creators get money. Some games require Robux to create private servers, but some don't. Got it. And then that situation, you could just have your friends. Yeah, and a private server, you can change the settings, like only these people can join, type in a few usernames, only I can join, and only my friends can join. The chat is an additional thing, an additional tab at the bottom of your screen, which if you're over 13, it appears. If you list your age as over 13, then you click on that and it pops up and you can talk with anyone you've friended. So that's the out-of-game chat, but the in-game chat is different. If you join one of those games, you have to join one of the games, and you can press slash, which is the hotkey for talking in the chat, and you can say something, and it'll appear in a bubble over your head. Everyone can see it. The majority of games that you play, would you say, are just with a, a whole range of people, not just people you know? Yeah, definitely. A lot of us adults, we have this fantasy, like, you know, this desire that our kids only play with kids that they know in real life. That is not a thing that happens too often. I think people like to play with strangers because they don't really know the strangers' behavioral patterns and they don't know what they will do in any given situation like they do with their friends. So it just adds a little bit more of an element of surprise into the game and it makes it just a little bit more fun. I know having talked with Mira's mom and Mira that Mira does really care about being safe online. As a female online, as someone who identifies as a girl online, it, I definitely do have a lot more risks, unfortunately, of things like online dating and stalking and that sort of thing. Mira shares an example of an encounter she had while playing an online game. I was playing Minecraft Bedrock, um, which is a lot more social version of the other one called Java. They have like their pros and cons and their differences, but Java, or, but Bedrock, unlike Java, has like a friend system where you can, where strangers can in fact join your Minecraft world if you let them. And I had that open. I didn't really care because I wanted to meet some friends online. And this guy joined. I got really weird vibes from him. He was talking about like how his girlfriend left him. And I was comforting him, like, oh man, sorry, that sucks. And he sent me a friend request, and I was like, oh, yay, I guess I've made a friend then. And I friended him, and he would join my worlds later, and he would talk to me about how his girlfriend left him and probably hated him and that sort of thing. I continued to get weird vibes, but I just ignored them. Then at one point, he asked me how old I is, how old I was. A um, little bit of backstory on this, Minecraft is rated by the video game raiders people 10+, plus, and it's not a strict rule, but I didn't know that at the time, and I was terrified that I would get in trouble because I was below 10 and playing Minecraft, so I told him I was 15. <laughs> And 
he was like, wow, I'm 15 too, will you be my Minecraft girlfriend? And I was just so confused, so I just kind of left the game and never talked to that guy again. I asked Mira if she has another example to share. I'll give you an example of cyberbullying, I guess. So, there was someone, I was going to play Build Battle in Minecraft with, and someone was asking to play duos. They were asking for a duos partner. So I was like, okay, I'll join you. And we got in a party, which is something that you do to get into the same game. And we joined the duos game, and they, and we both started trying to work together to build a giant robot, which was what the theme was. Now, we didn't know each other at all, so we were totally uncoordinated. And they were saying, oh my gosh, you're, you're so bad, stop it. And they kept destroying my stuff. So I was saying like, hey, stop it. That's, that's my stuff. What am I supposed to do? Just not help? And they said, no, you're trash. Just, just help me build. And I was like, that's what I've been doing. And they said, no, you, you've been being garbage at this game, KYS, and I just left. What does KYS stand for? Kill yourself. Mira tells me more about what she does in response to such encounters. Oftentimes I would block them, uh, oftentimes even report them if they were being especially weird. Or sometimes if it was their world and I didn't know them too well and they weren't friended, I would just leave the game before they could really memorize my username. And you, you have to make sure you're not engaging when the person is overly sexual or overly romantic and you don't want to get into that with them. You want to be sure to not engage when someone's asking for something like your address. You want to be sure to not engage when they're being violent or if they're threatening you. There's there's a lot of things, but I think general common sense should help you out a lot more than me telling you what to look out for. Is it like one time a week that you're gonna have someone who's gonna say something like, how old are you or will you be my girlfriend? It's super uncommon simply because I play with such different groups. Back in the time I used to play the most bedrock, it was a lot more common because I'd be playing with the same people over and over and they'd get a chance to know me and quote-unquote fall in love. It takes knowing someone, I guess, for them to really be specifically weird to you. Okay, to be fair, one time I was just building on the server where you can so showcase your builds and someone just joined and said I was hot or something like that. And um, that was a bit odd, but yeah. But they wouldn't see you, right? I mean, they're just seeing your avatar? Or like, why would they even say that? I don't know. Um, I asked them about it, and they just said that everyone knows that your Minecraft skin is what you look like in real life. There's no question that online gaming can have risks associated with it this relatively new phenomenon of playing with an extended world. Many kids not just playing with people they know. 
Kids often tell me how they're worried to tell their parents about encounters with strangers on these games because of their fears that parents would just disallow their playing completely. And of course, you know, every situation is different, but there can be a lot of value in letting kids know that you're safe to come to to talk about these things. I know having spoken with Mira's mom, how she's worked hard to ensure that Mira knows she can come and talk to her. I really enjoyed talking with Mira. And clearly she's given us some helpful ideas to spark conversation in our families and in our classrooms. Anywhere our kids are spending time because gaming is such a major part of many kids' lives. And the way I see it, it's really for us adults to get creative and experiment with different ways of having discussions that engage them, to talk about the upsides of their gaming and the risks involved. In fact, I hope you'll invite them to listen to this podcast. I want to thank Mira and her mom so much for being on the Screenagers podcast today. That's it for our show. And remember, at ScreenagersMovie.com, we have ways to see the films, order my book, Parenting in the Screen Age, a guide for calm conversations, and many other parenting resources. A big shout-out to my co-producer, Lisa Tab. I'm Delaney Rustin, producer and editor of the Screenagers podcast, and I can't wait for next time. <laughs>